Yeah, so even if I were to light a cigarette right now or afterwards or even beforewards, beforewards? <laughs> yes, beforewards. I understand that the lighter sound mm -hmm. might be obnoxious. At least I'm not trying to use a broken one. We're just That's it... true. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Are you about to fucking light that? God damn it! Fine. I like how you tried to make it quieter, but you just made it last longer. Anyway, okay. So. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Oklahoma Strange. Today, I am joined by... Michael, the fiancé. Yeah. The roommate, the partner. The roommate. <laughs> Comment withheld. Okay, so today we're going to talk about cemeteries. Are you excited? Yes. They're like haunted cemeteries, supposedly. So that's pretty fun. I figured we'd start fun and just get dark from there. Yay. Um, Hugo. What a sad name. Yeah. Well, actually, it was named for Victor Hugo. So that's about right. It's pretty sad. You know, the guy who wrote Les Mis. So <laughs> it was founded in 1901. Uh, within nine years, the population was over 4,500. They had two newspapers, four banks, electricity, water, and sewer utilities. 1901? Yeah. That's well, advanced. That's, by 1910, they had that. So that's pretty good. Um, Hugo is the county seat of Choctaw County and now, quote, a mecca for hunting, fishing, and all other outdoor recreation. But, like, that's everywhere in Oklahoma because there's except go outside I'm gonna go for a walk yeah I'm in Oklahoma City I'm gonna go for a walk 30 minutes later where the fuck am I there's trees yeah yeah I mean it doesn't take long if you're on the edge of the city especially to get suddenly you hear banjos um so it's a mecca for hunting fishing and all that um Oklahoma is, you know, 10% people and 90% animals that you can eat or want to eat you. Yeah. Spiders <laughs> that shouldn't exist. <clears throat> Let's not. We'll save that one for a different day. So post-World War II, Hugo was called Circus City USA doing, uh, due to being winter quarters for more than 15 circus groups. In the winter, they house... The second largest animal herd in the United States of America. And yes, I do know all of the problematic issues involving elephants and circuses, but still. They don't give a fuck. Um, today, Hugo is home to Mount Olivier Cemetery, which holds a section called Showman's Rest. In honor of circus workers, headstones with a big top, elephants, and performers doing their acts are displayed. The cemetery also has a section for professional bull riders, which is pretty cool looking, too. They've got some rad headstones. I'll put some uh, pictures of the headstones up on Instagram tomorrow when I post it, when I publish the episode. Yay. So, that's fun. So, we're going to go from the cute one to, like, some real sad shit. Ready? Time to cry. There's actually two different cemeteries in the same town, uh, Kanawha, Oklahoma, 
We're gonna go to, we're going to go, I don't know which one we're going to first. I'm just gonna read what I have written and I wrote it like two weeks ago, so my bad. Uh, Kanawa is seminal for String of Beads. This small, quote, city has a population of 1,300 as of 2010. Uh, there are supposedly two haunted cemeteries there, Violet Springs and Sacred Heart Mission. The Sacred Heart Mission was built in 1880. The site has been a farm, a school, a chapel, a seminary, a boarding house, and a mission. In 1901, the mission burned. Most of the campus was destroyed. And at the time, it was a religious... Sorry, pages flipping. A religious boarding school for girls or boys, depending on the article that you read. Allegedly, many of the children died in the fire, and the remains of the old mission are still there, along with two structures that survived, which are the bakery and a log cabin that have been uh, repaired and updated. Three cemeteries and a church are all on that campus as well. Um, hmm. Visitors have reported apparitions of monks and priests, a crying shadow in the basement of what I assume is the church. Of course. Um... Animals that make unnatural noises, reports of growling, soft disembodied voices, and strange lights are also common. Those Men would probably be bobcats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're either fucking or fighting, and they make terrifying noises either way. Many of these eyewitnesses say they have seen a woman creeping around the grounds with a black panther at her side. That's a uh, nope, nope, and oh, more no. Yeah, I think I'm going to go a little bit further into Sacred Heart Mission for its own episode because there's so many different things to that. Like, according to the Shawnee New Star, it was a boarding house for girls. And then according to OklahomaHistory.org, it was for boys. So there's a lot of discrepancies there. And a lot of touching, probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. There was probably a lot of molestation. Yeah, there's also supposedly a priest that haunts the church and all sorts of other... Like, there's a lot to unpack there, so I kind of want to do, like, our own investigation type of thing. Yay. Yeah, I think that Katie Ooh, would actually October. be down for that. I already told you that... In October, we're doing it in Tempson Cemetery because I want it to be creepy and I want my grandpa to be there and he'll be there that way. Fair enough. So, okay. <laughs> Sidetracked. But, 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 along with the mission is Violet Springs Cemetery. A woman named Catherine Cross is buried there. On her headstone, the phrase, quote, killed by human wolves is. Sounds like she was eaten. There. So, supposedly Catherine growls at you if you're near her grave. Some of the sources do say the epitaph is actually a reference about her dying during a botched abortion attempt. Shortly after Catherine's death on October 17, 1871, the Shawnee Daily News Herald announced Dr. Yates was arrested and charged with her murder in the first degree. Within a week, the charge was dropped to first degree manslaughter. Yates was also investigated for the death of Elsie Stone, who died two months before Cross, the same way. And by February 1918, Yates was acquitted of manslaughter in Cross's case and charged with committing an illegal operation. He was convicted of manslaughter in the Stone case. Um, 
here's the most fucked up part. Yates died in 1931 and was buried within sight of Catherine Cross's tombstone. No wonder why she grows at people. Yeah, no wonder. I would too. That would make me, like, my murderer, basically. Because the whole thing is, from what I read, they were not accidental deaths. He had been in trouble for messing around and doing messed up things before. And then he killed Elsie Stone, and then he killed Catherine Cross. So they were probably witnesses of some sort. I don't think that necessarily. They went to get abortions during times when that's not okay, which is why he was eventually charged with illegal operation. So that's real sad, and honestly, if abortion was more easily accessible and destigmatized, women wouldn't die from it. Isn't surprise, that weird? Surprise, surprise. Um, and then we've got... Dun, 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 dun. Tucker Cemetery in Comanche, Oklahoma. Comanche is home to about 1,600 people and Tucker Cemetery. The graveyard is closed and locked, uh, but the... But... There are all kinds of paranormal claims about it, from graves rearranging to unexplained noises, and my personal favorite that is from outside the gate, you may see an empty grave, and when you blink, it's full. Uh, And covered in grass. People also claim to have had their legs grabbed by an unseen hand, and tombstones randomly topple and then, uh, like, right themselves. Like, it's a rearranging graveyard, and I really want to see it. Like, that seems spooky and up my alley, also. You'd be okay with breaking in? Uh, I don't even think you have to, like, be in the cemetery for some of the experiences. I don't want to get grabbed by something because I don't like the noises I make when I'm scared. But they're so cute and funny. No. I'm not a fan of them. Uh, I either sound like a little girl or, like, a bobcat fucking... So, last but not least, we gotta find some way to draw this one out, because I think we're only, like, ten minutes in and I'm out of cemeteries. So I may have to find something else to talk about. Yeah, eleven minutes. Um, so the last cemetery is Fort Reno in El Reno. El Reno is kind of gross to me personally, having experienced the bottoms out there. And if you know, you know. Um, it is... However, home to Fort Reno Cemetery. Fort Reno was established in 1874 as a temporary camp to protect the Cheyenne Arapaho Agency following a, quote, Indian outbreak that led to the 1874 Red River War, which sounds... That sounds more like an STD outbreak. Okay, Indian outbreak to me is, like, the most colonizer phrase I've ever seen written in, like, a historical archive that wasn't a newspaper. Um... In 1880, Buffalo soldiers and Indian scouts played a large part in apprehending those who illegally entered the area, like cattle rustlers and people trying to steal the public land. Um, in 1948... Land. What's that? Yeah. We don't have that anymore, thanks to, guess what? The land run. Um, so, in 1948, there was a whole lot of nothing going on, right? It was after the war. Fort Reno was transferred to the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Um, But during World War II, held World War II prisoners of war, including Hitler's Africa Corps. 
And in fact, a post chapel erected by the Africa Corps still stands today. So that's fun. And the cemetery holds prisoners, military personnel, and World War II prisoners. Other reports of ghostly lights, apparitions, and disembodied chattering that can be heard. I was able to verify one suicide by a commandant in the 1930s. His wife left him for another man, and he killed himself in the second floor back uh, bathroom of the quarters he lived in. Uh, with POWs and native strife before, during, and after the fort's establishment, it's not hard to believe that the, that it would have like a super spooky vibe to it. I think we already covered it. What was that spooky-ass cemetery that was up in the uh, northeast of Oklahoma? The one with, like, people disappearing and shit. I don't know. Like, Oklahoma's Bermuda Triangle? Oh, that is not a cemetery. That's oh. just, that's Shaman's Portal, and it's just in a park, in one of the state parks. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, a conquistador, actually. I don't think he was a conquistador. He was a Spanish guy who was, like, in a, like journaling everything to take back to Spain to let people know that pe- like how things... Anyway, he disappeared in, like, the 1500s, I think. So, that was pretty crazy. Don't go there. Yeah, fuck you. I know what I'm doing. Pretty much. Rinse um, and repeat. Well, I guess we can talk about Banner Cemetery since we have the time. Yeah, we were there, what, a couple months ago? Yeah, some. I think we were there in late September, early October, right? Yeah. Maybe early November, late October. Um, I don't know, sometime in the fallish time, like, area. Yeah, and with their super creepy-ass kids' cemetery inside of it. Yeah. That was overgrown. I did post a couple of the videos on the Instagram page where there's where we opened the gate to the kids part oh, yeah. and it just, just like orbs, orbs fly orbs out. Yeah. Yeah, that was wild. I probably shouldn't have broken all the vines when I did it too, huh? They were thorny vines. I don't like the fact that there are thorny vines just like overgrowing the children's area and nowhere else in the cemetery. Right, like not even around the outside fencing. No, just around the kids, which creeps me out. That weirds me out a lot. Yeah. I want to do a project where we go over there and, like, clean that, all that out. Oh, thank you, Moose. <laughs> scratch, 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 scratch. Um, I had a friend who investigated the cemetery with, like, a bunch of recording equipment, and they got some really crazy EVPs, but they apparently don't have them anymore. Yeah, they also said that their cars wouldn't start when they tried to leave Mm -hmm. and a bunch of other really wild stuff. But after being there myself, I couldn't say I'm really respectful in graveyards. So, you know, things tend not to fuck with me. And from the way he was talking, it sounded like he was trying to provoke something. So mission accomplished, if that's what you were going for. Yeah, that's kind of a douche move. And then you got the cemetery, Road Cemetery. The big-ass one in Noble. The big-ass one in Noble that was started when Noble was a coal mine town. Which is weird. Oklahoma had coal mine town. Yeah, it was strip mining. 
course it was. And apparently this section of Oklahoma actually used to have mountains. Yeah. And now it's just flat. That's why we actually have hills on like most of Oklahoma where it's like long rolling hills. We actually have real up and down hills yep. out here. But yeah. And then uh, by Mild House, there was a graveyard that we found that only had four headstones in it. By family. Hmm. Um, it was, we found the story behind it. You do know they can't see you shake your head, right? Oh, sorry. No. Uh, we found the story behind it when I was in high school. Uh, one of them was a miner, and the other two were his foreman. They beat the miner to death, and as a punishment, they buried him. They buried the two foremen at the miner's feet. And the other one was the miner's kid. Hmm. They beat him to death because they caught him having sex with another man. That's pretty par of the course out here, even yep. today, which is fucking frustrating. Very aggravating. Like, first of all, it's none of your business, and you should be embarrassed. And, like, I should be embarrassed, but not because I'm gay, but because someone walked in on me doing that. That's the only reason why I'm embarrassed. Like... You should be embarrassed because you caught me doing that. Not because I was doing that with somebody of my, the same gender or whatever the fuck. Right. But, like, because you walked in on me doing the act. You should have been just as... It should have been the same reaction as if you walked in on your buddy jerking off. In my opinion. So, I so don't want to see it. So, for me, it would be just to put that away and just keep going? If I walked in and you were cheating on me, it doesn't matter the gender of the person that you're cheating on me with. You're both being set on fire right the fuck now. So enjoy it! <laughs> uh, he came and went. That's different. Like, if I walked in on, like, a friend having sex with somebody who was the same gender as them, I'm gonna be, oh god, I don't want to see that, but, like, bye. I'm not gonna beat you to death. Because of that, that's right. a little fucking ridiculous. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> um, what else is there to banter about? Oh my good lord, okay. Um, there are things I want to banter about, but they're not safe for internet. Yeah, let's <laughs> not do that. Do you want to talk about the headless body that was found near our house, uh, like, a decade before we moved out here? Sure. Tell me about it. Okay, so Christmas Eve in 2008, I think it was, um, a dog was in the Taco Bueno parking lot up in Noble carrying a human head around. And Noble's about 15 minutes away from our house, like... That's the town that we technically live in. So, like, three oh, years God, later... We live in Oklahoma. We don't measure things by distance. We measure them by time travel. So, anyway... Um, so, like, three years later, right? Literally... Like, probably... Maybe... 200 it, yards? No. It's further than that. I would say, like, six to 800 yards from our house. Oh, in the clearing. In the clearing! Your... <laughs> um, they found the body that went to the head, and the person who killed him lived around the corner from us, 
and they were taken in. I feel like they probably rented from our landlord because it was an 84 blah, 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 uh, address. So that's fun. Or that's how they got the property. What's really fun to me is that when I was reading it, it was like found in the woods by one source, found in a clearing, another source, found near a drainage ditch, another source, and all three of those add up to that spot in the clearing where you do your creepy necromancy shit. And okay. it's at the corner of cemetery. cemetery and 171st. Just like they said in the news stuff. And so that makes me laugh pretty hard. Um, but the guy that it was, they think drugs, they think drugs and or alcohol. Um, they found the killers after they found the body but still eventually found them. They were tried. They were found guilty. They are in prison. So there's that. Looking at 25 to life, and I think they were in their 60s when they did it because Oklahoma, capital of panhandlery nonsense. Yeah, at least we're not a living panhandle like Florida. Florida is its own thing. It's its own thing. Florida man. Yeah. Florida man. And Florida man doesn't die. It's like the one trend on the internet that has continued and will pop up occasionally on whatever social media you use. <laughs> Even on the open like, news. Like... Yeah. Well, there's like a trend that goes around every so often that's like, Google your birthday and Florida man and <laughs> see what pops up. And it comes around like once a year. They're about around my birthday. Does it? That, yeah, probably towards your birthday. Um... What else? Do you have any weird cemetery stories from from Oklahoma? That's basically all I got. For cemeteries? Oh, I have a funny story. So, when I was in high school and my little sister was in middle school, uh, she had one of her friends come stay the night. And I was like, hey, I found this really weird cemetery. Let's go check it out. My mom was like, heck yeah, let's go. So, we all loaded up in the car. And so it's me and my mom, mom. Yeah, me and my mom, my sister, her friend, my brother, and I think my dad was even there. And we're just looking around at these old gravestones, you know, spook being spooky because the sun's going down. And my mom calls my friend's sister, or my sister's friend over, and she's like, oh my god, Mary, oh my god, your name is on this gravestone. And she freaked out so hard she didn't even look at the gravestone. It was hilarious and very on brand for my mom. The same woman who tried to put that stupid baby alive baby at the foot of my bed. And my dad was like, if you don't want to pay for therapy for the rest of her life, I suggest you not do that. <laughs> because I found that baby alive baby doll in my dad's garage the other day just snooping through shit because it was in my little sister's tote. And I was immediately just like, nope, and closed it and didn't even like look any further into it. I was just like, that's it. I'm super good on it. I turned it over so it couldn't get out if it did decide to come alive. And like, just closed the tote, put the stuff that was on top of it back on top of it, and walked away. Because I can't deal with that creepy-ass doll. But yeah, that's my mom. <laughs> Hi, Mom. <laughs> I love you. She did some really funny stuff, like... Oh. 
I have a feeling she's going to come up in more of these episodes. She probably will. I'll think of more creepy things that she did to us. She's the type of mom that if she knew you were, like, going to mess with a Ouija board or something, she'd go to the, like, fuse box and just start flipping random thing switches to mess with you. She'd totally do that. Uh, I do got one more, but it's more sad than anything. Okay. When I was a senior in high school, doing day school and night school and overworking the crap out of myself, it was requirement that we went to the memorial in mm. Oklahoma City. And I uh, I don't remember much of the trip. I remember going into the museum, got to the second floor, and that was it. And apparently I just, like, ghosted through the rest of it and then got down to their to where all the chairs are yeah. and I just sat in one and cried for about nine hours. That's... And they had to have awesome. an ambulance like escort me to the hospital. To make sure that you were okay? Yeah. Because apparently I, I just... I woke up in the hospital. I... <laughs> I have been to the memorial and the museum and only go if you are... if you are prepared for like the sads. Yep, because, yeah, it was Japan that donated, like, a golden crane, like, origami crane for every person that died. And they have them hanging in a room, and it is heartbreaking. Yeah, I will never forget that day. I was four, and I remember it very vividly, because <clears throat> I went to a private school, and my babysitter was dropping me off in the waiting room, and the walls sucked in and expanded and there was this really loud explosion and I looked at her and she looked at me and she was like it's okay I'm pretty sure it was just a sonic boom they're not supposed to do those and she was like but hold on because the babies are in the car and my little sister and her daughter are like the same age and they were like babies like a year if that and so she was like so I need to go make sure that they're okay so I had to stand in the waiting room waiting for my teacher to come get me right after that happened and I'll never forget that. And then we went to my grandma's house after school, which was like a big crazy thing that rarely ever happened. And she was talking about how she was outside. She was coming out of her par parking garage and crossing the street to leadership square where she worked. And she said, a man came running down the street screaming, it's a bomb, it's a bomb. And then she was suddenly on the eighth floor in the law firm where she worked. And, like, the secretaries and the receptionists were, like, picking glass out of her hair. Glass had gotten into her briefcase. Like, <clears throat> so we went over there to make sure she was still alive. And, of course, she was, like, shell-shocked to shit. Um, and, yeah, that's one of my earliest memories. <laughs> um, I was in pre-K, and they, this was, like, Noble's first pre-k and they were so excited about it and it had been going great and then that happened and they locked the place the fuck down yeah that was probably a good call like um, i said i went to a private school there was like 15 kids like preschool through third grade at the time we only had like three school buildings every police officer from every shift was at one of those three schools and when noble still had a police department yeah when noble still had a police department before the fbi shut him down um, and then, uh, went to my grandparents' house that weekend, and they live over by the airport, and that's a good distance. They were mm -hmm. pulling cement bricks out of their yeah. front yard. Yeah, because I went to school on 2nd and Kelly in Edmond, um, and it shook the whole building 
and the walls. I will never forget it. I remember the walls being sucked in and then popping back out. It was so crazy. My mom taught in Luther. Yep. In almost a different county. And she said that they thought it was an earthquake because they felt it. So that's fun. Anyway. Yeah, we talked about the memorial for like 15 minutes. <laughs> anyway, do you have a fun Oklahoma fact? I think I'm dry at the moment. <laughs> I have another fun Oklahoma law. It's um, not to like just be like, here's some real sad shit. The end. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um so, it is illegal to take a bite out of someone else's hamburger in Oklahoma. Wow. It's not surprising, but also hilarious. It's also illegal to w- walk backwards while eating a cheeseburger downtown. Okay. I don't know why. I, I have a proud Oklahoma moment. Okay. That's recent, recent. Okay. So, when the people at the Capitol did their stupidity, apparently the Marine, Oklahoma Marine Reserves were called in and put on reserve, and I was actually proud of that moment being a Marine myself, so. Okay, okay. Yeah, they were just put on standby, though. They didn't get to go fuck up any races, which, God, that would have been so great to see, but, you know, they're pussies. So, anyway. Not the Marines. Tell everybody (laughs) bye. Bye. All right, shout out to our executive producer, Andrew Wellmers, producer Katie Sanders, producer Stephanie Cordray, and producer Amber Walters. Thanks, guys, for keeping the podcast going. Thank you so much for listening to Oklahoma Strange. You can find us on Instagram at Oklahoma Strange Pod. You can fi- find us on Facebook at Oklahoma Strange. Um, I do have a TikTok, but it's not really Oklahoma Strange related, at Slam Dance Noodle. Um, And, yeah, I don't do Twitter well, so we don't have a Twitter. So, yeah, if you want to donate, our cash app tag is Oklahoma Strangers. And you can email us your cool Oklahoma stories at strangeoklahoma at gmail.com. Yeah, let us know. Or if you want to schedule a time to be a co-host, you can email me there as well. So, have a good one. And stay strange. Strange.